You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. Oh, oh, Matt, Bernie for platforming Joe Rogan because Bernie's platform was so much bigger, uh, politically speaking. They were mad at him for platforming Joe Rogan. And then Joe Rogan was uh, getting yelled at for platforming Bernie Sanders by his fucking right wing people. Mike. It's beyond that, though. It's the human perfection quest that has been going on for years now here where we're just looking for the perfect human who never did anything stupid. Somehow they skipped being immature. They went right to being mature and never had any mistakes that you can dig up on them eternally, ever. And Scott. Dude, don't be the fucking person that like, can't actually sing a song. Like, you're wasting people's time. Like, people that go up and they're like, I'm going to sing a Mariah Carey song. It's like, ha ha, that's funny. Mariah Carey has like a five octave voice. Like, fuck off. You can't, you can't do it. Welcome to the future of talk shows. That's right. It's the Is It Safe talk show featuring Scott, Luke, and Mike. We talk about life, society, music, uh, heroin, uh, murder, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, traveling various airports what's your favorite airport things like that we cover it all here on the is it safe podcast thanks for being aboard is it safe pod at gmail.com is how you can contact us luke uh, we just heard word that um mark lonigan has passed away do you know who mark lonigan is luke horlbeck mark lonigan is musician oh okay pretty good pretty good is that, else? is that correct that is correct. Yes. Uh, and if you could care to know who he is, I'm going to take a guess here. Uh, he's, he's not the guy from like tears for fears or something, is he? No, but uh, I could not say, out- you would say that. Yeah. Not outrageously. Incorrect. <laughs> not outrageously incorrect. That's, that's my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, he is uh, go ahead, Scott. Who is Mark Lennon? He is the lead singer and principal songwriter for the screaming trees. Uh, which had one hit that I knew of. I can't say I was like a huge fan, yeah, but this song no. rips. Yeah, this is a classic. Uh, Seattle, Run, Jarrah, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. He was homies 90s. with Kurt Cobain. Courtney paid his rehab bill. <laughs> That's how you know you made it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't this on the uh, single sound? Oh, I can. Oh, I definitely remember this. Yeah, this song rips. Yeah, this is great. This is a uh, yeah. This is on the single soundtrack. I so, He's, uh, were they passed away? So would you put them higher or lower on the list compared to Collective Soul? <laughs> higher, come on, man. As far as like artistic integrity, <laughs> I don't know. Not cool. I just thought that was funny because I did hear a Collective Soul song the other day, and it reminded me how much. They just like owned the freaking airwaves, and we were when we were teenagers, man. And and then I I had this thought, which I always have because I'm not the music guy. You guys are, and I have this thought all the time, which is like, I enjoyed this, but is it good? Am I like one of the? Am I a dope? Am I just one of these sheep that likes uh, radio music? And that's why that's why I get so fired up about music choices because because deep down I'm like completely insecure about my own ability to you know kind of understand what's good and bad in music. Uh, what's good and bad is what you say it is. That's where I mean I don't subjectivity comes in. But like uh, there's yeah, Collective Soul probably like has a like I don't know 
like their songs were good. Like they have like a handful of great songs. I just okay. know that they're regarded as being like having a bunch of merit. But I'll go to bat for like eight collective soul songs. Yeah. Okay. Hey, eight, eight. That's pretty good, man. Eight's, yeah, like, eight is more than most bands have. Yeah, they have damn near like a greatest hits compilation. It's like, uh, to me, it was kind of, I mean, this is a weird comparison. Maybe not. Counting Crows, you know, like there's one album that just completely, you know, end to end was was enjoyable. And then and maybe not revolutionary, but good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then that was basic. And then they just fell off the freaking face of the earth. That's why I just I had a lot of nostalgia there. Very similar to Our Lady Peace, going back to one of our previous let's, conversations. Let's see how many Third Eye Blind songs we can get to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll I tell thought you. I knew all the words to ev- to every Third Eye Blind song, and then uh, Kristen and I okay, were... you got to turn your game down a tad, though. Just a tad, like the tiniest tad. A very tiny There we tad. go. How's that? There you go. That's How's that? I was kind of leaning into it. I realize since now my microphone is on a shoebox, I don't have to lean in all the way. No, you don't. Yeah, it's it's more comfortable this way. Welcome to this world. Yeah, Kristen and I were on a, a midnight sing along after like going to the bar, <laughs> and listening to Sirius XM, you know, Lithium, and oh, this is a Third Eye Blind song came on, and we were both just like singing along, and we both started doing that like, you know, no, we didn't know any of the words halfway through. It was embarrassing. It would both got a laugh out of it, but kind of embarrassing. Tough one to sing. Uh, anyway, there it is. Rest in power, Mark Lonigan. You will be missed. And society thinks of you often. And your song will always remain. Forever. Your one song will be here with us forever. That's it's right. a great song. It will, never, it will never go away. So, Write one great song. That's all it takes. I mean, you could probably live off that forever. You can make love to women for 30 years off that. No problem. Uh, or men or whatever your thing is. Obviously, that's uh, redundant. Not that there's anything uh, wrong with it. Oh, my no, God. Of course. Uh, Juwan Howard, by the way. So Juwan Howard's uh, in the news. He punched someone, apparently, or slapped them or spanked them in the face, and it's a big deal. Um, I don't a, really a think face, there's much to add A here. face spank? <laughs> yeah, a face spank. Uh, it, there's like not much a... to add here, except it's just testosterone-filled egos going wrong. They just got out of control, and yeah. there's timeouts being called with, like, a minute left. Petty timeouts. The game's out of hand. They're down by 14. They lost easily to Wisconsin. Michigan did. Then Juwan Howard has words with Greg Gard, the head coach of Wisconsin, in the handshake line, which is such a, a silly tradition to me. That I know that sportsmanship is important. I get all that. We're supposed to be like, oh, here you go. Good game. I'm pissed as fuck. In your most angry moment. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. I'm really not. Like, like I'm really thinking this is something where blow-ups would happen more frequently because people are young. We're talking teenagers, barely young adults who are filled with boners and rage and then you got these old timers who grew up the same way and they're still living that life getting their hgh boosters and you know uh, well i'm not saying it's cool was it i think it's cool and juan howard should not be fired though because he's a legacy alum he's not going to get fired either so let's put that to bed were these coaches that fought each other or did he punch a player yeah juan howard is the head coach of michigan basketball and he yeah so he hit another coach. coach He hit okay. an assistant coach, yeah. Oh well, coach, coach, you know, not a player. He didn't like. He didn't. He didn't yeah, uh, sweep the leg. <laughs> Apparently, this is a big difference. If you hit a coach versus a player, there's a big difference. Yeah, there is a big difference. I don't even. You didn't have to see that on Twitter. I don't think. <laughs> it seems well, pretty obvious. Point has been verified. So. Oh, good. Yeah, 
You, hit that's, a player, I've, you get one a year. <laughs> What's that, Scott? Yeah, you hit a player, you're fucking fired. I mean, Jawan now, though, is starting to show that he's a little emotionally unhinged. So that's the whole fucking thing. Like, no, we shouldn't get fired, but we need to put the, the monocle on and fucking zoom in the Jawan and be like, bro, like any more throwing haymakers in the fucking handshake line and you're going to have to you're going to have to quit. One of the only dudes that can't handle admittedly the stupid fucking tradition of like good game, good game, good game. I mean, I don't know. He's we been in basketball guys. for 45 years. That's true. <laughs> He's been in basketball. Or more. Shake hands and just go to the locker room or, yeah. or just well, go to the locker room and fucking ice what everybody we, out. It doesn't matter. Well, Hold on, what do we think happened? It wasn't just like him being a bad sport. He didn't just like lose and get mad. That somebody had to say something, right? Right. That's the other thing. You don't know what was said, and yeah. it comes down to this debate about when is violence okay? When someone says something, and what could be said to dictate yeah. such violence? There are there are things that could be said. It's pretty much. I mean, I, I could know. I could provoke someone to violence. Oh, definitely. But I don't think that happened. I think literally he was fucking pissed off coach from wisconsin like touched his elbow like and he thought he would like didn't want to be touched and he's like don't fucking touch me and he grabs this dude's you know uh, zip up and points his you know gets up in his grill and he's like don't fucking touch me don't fucking touch me. it's kind of like the whole point of a handshake line is kind of to touch each other a little bit and be like good game Dude, it's good it's job a, it, it's an old it is an old tradition you know it is the same tradition. thing as like it's it's shaking hands it's laying down your arms you know and making that contact you know with the right hand as as was tradition to show that you know you are unarmed I mean, uh, the violence is over because yeah. the violence is on the court and now it's over so now we can do this we can demonstrate that we are peace peaceable individuals that uh you know in sportsmanship is just a modern way of talking about uh you know being uh i guess understanding that the other person is in the same predicament you are i just like this kind of shit man i like crazy shit wild shit off the wall shit I absolutely don't really i'm not living in that world so i don't have to play by all these huff and puff rules i don't have to put out <laughs> press releases that say we condone this behavior yeah. at no point and we make it clear how we feel that there will be zero tolerance going from the blah, blah, blah. I don't have to talk like that. I can say whatever the fuck I want whenever I want because I'm not being pulled by the strings by some motherfucker, which is a nice feeling for mm -hmm. me. However, Juwan mm -hmm. Howard had kind of carte blanche coming in here. And this is like one of the things, only things, very few things that he <laughs> could not do. This is one of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, if I, if I was making a list, I'd say, yeah. hmm. Well, what would get Juwan Howard on the wrong side of the yeah. Michigan people and people overall? Probably punching someone. Probably karate chopping someone in the skull would be yeah, low play. Yeah. That's how long on the list of shit you should How do. long has he been coach? And then this, this is, is the last three. I want to talk about this because this right. is so he just he, he got hired a couple years ago when John Beeline skipped to Cleveland to the NBA, which was a fucking huge mistake, a total failure. He was fired before that year even ended. What a because because his players were playing like a bunch of thugs, though. That's why. Uh oh. Oh, there it is. oh boy. 
Okay. Yeah, so John Beeline's oh, loss was Juwan Howard's gain, which uh, Beeline was a really good coach at Michigan, too. So uh, kind of I love Juwan Howard, but Beeline was like the best coach Michigan ever had, maybe, even oh, though he didn't. Beeline. Yeah, even though Steve Fisher won a national title, he kind of showed up to that team. And yes, Steve Fisher did the Fab Five. It was a great run. But Beeline was more consistent, I think. I mean, two national title game losses and blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Beeline was one of those really old white guys I could, like, get into. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if we can if we can get these uh, these stories of violence verified, I would love to hear the real the real happenings on the court. I think that would be fun to hear what actually was said to Juwan Howard, which made him turn into a, a violent man, which turned him into which turned him into meta world peace in a second. This is what happened. Uh, something was said to him, and then this happened. Then anger just raged out all of a sudden. That was it. It was a split second. Boom! Like, ah! like, is there a way to play that YouTube clip I just sent you as a drop, or not as a drop? But can you play that? Uh, you will. You might not catch the reference. I don't know. Maybe you guys will. Stand by. But it, but it is to a comment you made earlier, and I thought it was pretty funny. It's twenty six seconds. I mean, maybe. I don't know about the attention spans of people that might listen to this show. Where the fuck did you get this from? Oh man, I'll explain. But okay, play it. Okay, hang on. Yeah, hang on. I'll. No, God, no. What? Jim Jarmusch? What? Yeah, that's who you're talking. Yes. Oh, gosh. That's exactly like, who it is. Look like Pete for a minute. God, no. God, no. No. I'm just going to type in the title on my phone and see if I can find it that way, because that's how everything gets played. If you want a little behind the curtain here at the Is It Safe podcast, the phone is what makes all the sounds available to you on YouTube and Spotify, and all the music you hear comes from the phone, which is plugged through a Bluetooth directly into this 5 a.m. Montauk. Life begins early in this Atlantic coast town. The fishermen wake up excited to be alive. They hope for good weather and good luck. Both fishermen are covered with sores and boners. Pretty good. Oh man, good. what's that from? Uh, is that an amalgamation of two things, like a no. Jarmish? No, it's it's um, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it is. And uh, fishing with John Scott would be the best possible uh, possible sequel to that show. Bitch that would be juicy. Mike. Have you never seen Fishing with John? No, I have not. You, you would you would love love it. Shit. Yeah, that's that's for you. I concur. Yep. Okay. Yeah, John John Laurie John Laurie had a show uh, briefly on what was it like? I don't know, Epics or Filmex or something. <laughs> some just some ridiculous uh, network. And then I just thought it was like YouTube or something. You no, know, it was, and it was uh, HBO played it like years ago. I forget what the actual original network doesn't matter. Anyhow, he yeah he has uh, celebrities on. He has like Tom Waits, uh, Matt Dillon, Willem Dafoe. Um. A handful of others and he, he just goes fishing with them and then he, he just he just chats with them and they go to different weird locations like he goes ice fishing with Willem Dafoe he goes he goes like in jungle fishing with Tom Waits and Tom Waits is just improving uh, songs along the way it's incredible coming at you with your Bravo and but, IFC subscriptions Yes, there. You go. <laughs> and then there's. Oh, my and, favorite. Yeah. And then there's I'm the na- fan of those. The narrator. I have no idea who the narrator is. It might even be Jim Jarmusch or um, <clears throat> John Lurie himself. But the narrator is just like 
his narrations are just insanely bananas all the time. Like the narration never makes any sense. It's just, yeah, it's fantastic. It's just, uh, it's an enjoyable watch. Anybody out there listening, check it out. It's fantastic. Oh, this is a good one for Danny. For some reason, I feel like Danny would love this. Well, speaking of Danny, it's perfect time for us to hit our email segment, which is just one email today from Danny himself. So Danny. it's like we almost scripted the show for it Willed to be it. this way. Willed it into being. Well, I don't know about that. But either no. way, uh, we Definitely are going not. to read Danny's email now, and you can be the next great emailer on the Is It Safe podcast. Is it safe pod at gmail.com. Let's start it off. Yo, with a capitalization hey. of excitement. Woohoo! Danny says that I was legit cracking up when Scott hit us with Scott's Plan remix of Drake's God's Plan last week. Drake's God's Plan. Scott's Plan was a big hit. Uh, Scott, I don't know if you know this, by the way. People have been talking about it. Okay. That was incredible, yeah. he says. I don't have social media, so I, I don't receive that validation. So thank you for forwarding that. Yeah, you're just going to have this to is, know that. This is a Danny very narrow <laughs> This is a very narrow sliver to get your social media validation. Dude, you guys are if I ever if I ever get canceled to circle back, you guys will have to let me know that I'm canceled. Yes. Yeah, like you yeah. can't God's be you, plan. you you can't God's be on the plan. pod anymore. God's plan. Uh, it's fucking John's plan. Oh my God, that's Nothing. right. Yeah. Danny wants to know uh, that was incredible. Can I get some more Scott's plan, please? So John's plan, John's plan, John Scott's plan, John's plan. <laughs> tight, real tight. Yo, coming at you from the six. This is John's Here plan. Here it comes. Here we go. Yep. Scott's John. John Scott's plan. <laughs> you feel good sometimes you don't? Yeah. Are you going to go down as a DOD? Mm-hmm. Well, that's Scott's plan. Okay, I think we covered it. There it is. Yeah. There you okay. go, That's Scott's plan. All right. Uh, the rest of it, Danny's email goes like this. I'm going to get out in front of this one. Kendrick Lamar will give us an album this calendar year. Unclear Ooh. when. Ooh. But I would love to hear a low-impact dissection whenever it is released. Thank you. That is all. Carry on, my wayward sons. It'll be peace Danny. when you are gone. That's right. Thank you, Danny. Kansas. Always a pleasure to have you aboard. Emails available. Is it safe pod at gmail.com? Great job. Okay, there it is. That part of the show is over. Now we're moving on to something else. Uh, so I do want to say I appreciate that though. Oh, we all no, I like that he I like that he commented on that. Um because we were saying uh we didn't what the f- never mind. I think I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah, perfect. Let's move on. Fucking moron. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, so, this is only specific to this area, but it's... Uh, why is this specific to this area? These fucking roads. Now, I don't usually complain about Michigan roads. That's an old bit. It's been done a million times. But Ooh. something's happened over the last seven days yes. where the roads have just fallen... Like, all of the roads have just deteriorated. I'm starting to record videos now when I'm driving around to give wow. the highlight of the day 
of yeah. the Michigan road of the day. Today's Michigan road is Wayne road. This used to be a oh. average road. And now I have to turn left and right constantly just to avoid every pothole Bro, within a quarter mile. I got you covered. Because I'll remind you that I today, today I pulled a double for Bezos. I am on like, <laughs> 10 straight days of delivering Amazon packages <laughs> all over Metro Detroit. I'm in fuck no straight up dude. So I was in like, Highland, can you select like your Howell, delivery person? I want, I want to make sure <laughs> I'll tip. I'm you. in Waterford. I'm in, I'm in fucking good God. Brighton. You're how many, how many bags did you shit Lake. in on the way uh, 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 while you were driving around? I did piss on a, on a dirt road today. Uh, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Waterford. But uh, the I roads are, fu- dude. The roads are fucked because I'm Got doing, to. you know, I'm trying to finish this shit as fast as I can, and I'm surprised my car hasn't fucking exploded yet. It's unbelievable. What happened, dude? Obviously, what happened was uh, the weather for the last two weeks has been insane. It's just been like wet, freezing, thaw, snow, wet, snow, freezing, thaw, snow, freezing, thaw, and that's. So now every fucking road is destroyed. Like in Detroit, we complain like, oh, fucking roads are so bad. Uh, they're not any worse than, yeah, or, uh, Livonia, Westland, Pontiac, fucking White Lake. Like, yeah. My I'm God. On a rich ass. There's a rich ass road over here. Eddie Ice. Eddie Edgar. I always screw that up. Eddie Edgar Ice Arena. What a stupid name. Eddie yeah. Edgar Ice Arena, which is filled with rich Livonia families coming here to take their kids, get something to do for an hour. Hockey players alone. Hockey is an expensive sport. It costs a lot of money just to play because it requires so much equipment. So and these are all the wealthiest. Can't yeah. get good roads. That, yeah, that entire side street that you turn off of Farmington Road to, it is a war yeah. zone. Uh, we're talking from the beginning that you get onto it. You're not even going more than a mile per hour or two because you are going to go over at least 10 fucking bottles. Yep. I've been cruising on Farmington Road a lot lately. It's trash. What this is yeah this is just bananas like if you look it up right away first of all channel <laughs> click on Detroit uh their their headline Michigan pothole season <laughs> which I think I just think it's hilarious pothole season that's uh-uh, a uh-uh, that's just a uh-uh. thing now it is no 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 no, no Mike no, this is oh, it extreme. seems like it seems like this is what you're discussing it happens every year but this is pretty bad this is extreme I, but I'm we just didn't drive as much last year. Are you kidding me? I went to the store every night, seven days a week. I Actually, you know what? I sh- we should defer to you week. on this. We should for- defer to you on this. You have you <laughs> have logged in <laughs> so many Even more miles. COVID was raging. I had to go to the store. I'd wrap myself up and go in there. I got to go to Meyer seven days a week because I have a problem. So I know I'm not going outside. <laughs> and you've got... Are you like hooked on ice cream? What's, what am I missing? No, I just have to go on the adventure because I'm alone. So I want to go out. Gotcha. I want to put on my headphones. I want to put on my favorite podcast. Maybe is it safe? I don't know. Maybe something else. And I'm going to fire it up, take my car out, head on over to Meyer, maybe a Kroger if I'm going to switch it up a bit. And that was a seven-day-a-week routine for uh, a long time. Maybe... <laughs> Now seven like day a week. Days a week. Seven. Down to three days a week. Now, so. The idea of going to the grocery store seven days a week. I was doing that every oh, night. Oh, man. I'm buying one meal oh, my for God. one man every uh, night, and then I'll do it all yes. over again because I want to yeah. go out and do I that. I get it. Yeah. I can yeah. get into that. I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. The only reason your car is less than 300,000 miles is you're doing the Ferris Bueller fucking reverse uh, you know, mileage on your car every single day. Every Wednesday yeah, and Friday, backwards to mileage. Yeah, just go backwards. Just yeah, keep that lease going. 
I, I don't know. I don't know if you got a lease. I don't know if you own your car or not, but. Well, I don't own it, but I make payments on it. But yeah, so okay. Pot, I, pot, I don't know. Pothole season. How all right. Dude, where are the worst potholes? Right, this, this is car ownership work. I don't know. How, how many, how many other states have this where it's like, well, that's you what can, saying. you can basically, you can basically, it's almost like they've got like a chat service. You can like chat your like local newscasters and be like, there's a pothole on fucking We're not Warren, on an dude. island. We're not on an island. So what the fuck's going on in Ohio, Indiana, crazy. Western New York, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, et cetera. I don't know. Ohio's got a turnpike. That's got to mean something, right? Well, they have a turnpike that's different. It's also, what know. the fuck? Here's my, here's my theory, and it's probably just completely true, is that the roads here are made of shit, and they're done so intentionally because they know that we'll just keep filling the public coffers and they'll just redo it every year or two with quick pavers, quick redos, yeah. Yeah. and fill up the pockets of these fucking contractors and these companies where it's just an endless cycle around here of, hey, yeah. we bring in the tax money, we switch it on over to you, we get our cut, and we move on. Who's next yeah, in line? Yeah, all they here do is pour fucking goop into holes. It's like, we're going to yeah. need this shit every two years. Michigan coming in on consumer affairs as the number nine worst state. That seems, that seems fucking... Yeah, you got to think about the South. Uh, the New coast. Jersey, South yeah. Dakota. We got Wisconsin, Hawaii, and Rhode Island. Hawaii is notoriously bad. Right oh, now. Jersey, Jersey. It was Jersey number about, one. No, Rhode Island one, Hawaii two, Wisconsin. What? California, Massachusetts, South Dakota, Jersey is seven. Well, that's interesting. Louisiana, I live right next Michigan, to New Jersey. New York. Top wow, I lived right next to New Jersey in Philadelphia, which is right across the river there. And I drove over to New Jersey many times. I never really noticed anything unusual over there. And in fact, I oh, they don't have potholes. There. They just have blatant corruption. <laughs> so people are just oh, complaining okay. about that. They're not complaining oh, about okay. potholes. They were like, "Wow, oh, it sounds like there's a fucking politician that's uh, really <laughs> fucking things up around here." Yeah, it's that's just that's what of, they're mostly concerned about. Just a bunch of scumbags exchanging money, sitting with the scumbags, Sound- telling jokes. Yeah, <laughs> seems like oh, there's a pothole. Sounds like a another mafia contract gone wrong. Sitting with the scumbags. And, but here's the here's the thing about Jersey. They're upset that the mafia doesn't have the contract anymore. That's the problem. The guys, Fidelio. Excellent point. The guys at the the guys at the Bada Bing are way more trusted than the actual politicians. Now, if you're looking for good roads, head to some of your favorite states in the Union. Kansas, Alabama, North Dakota, Kentucky, and Florida for the five best roads. Yeah, but I wouldn't go to Kansas for literally anything else. I don't believe that. Oh, my God. Anyhow, what the fuck? Uh, I did blow my... I blew my axle in Philly, though. That's what's wild. I didn't do it in New Jersey. The only time I've ever blown an axle was in Philadelphia. This is not a double entendre, right? This is... you. Literally, I blew an axle in Philly. Yeah, I blew an axle in DC after a wedding. It's right there for those of you listening to the show, our local Philadelphia people. It was right there at 13th and Broad. Oh, actually, at East of Broad, one block over. Going up, I was trying to avoid Broad's traffic by going a parallel street uptown to the Temple campus to drop this person off. Yes, I was Ubering when I blew that axle, so it was even more (laughs) of a nightmare because this guy's in my back seat and he's like, uh. What do we do? I'm like, dude. Uh, <laughs> what do we do? He just let him out. Uh, sorry. He just got it's like 2.30. I don't know what to do. It's yeah. 2.30 it's, it's in yeah. just north of downtown Philly, and it's fucking winter, too. And this It was hell. I had to walk all the way home that night. I couldn't contact anyone. I didn't know anybody other than Travis, our friend who I lived with. He was sleeping. Oh my God. He had no money. 
I, I had no money because I wasn't getting paid till the next day. I was fucked. I was the definition of fuck. So I pushed that car over to a parking meter spot there where I knew it wouldn't get towed. And then I just walked home in the middle of the night. And that's a seven-mile walk at 2.30 in the morning. I think I made it home around 5. Oh, my and, uh, God. I went through, I went through the, the mean streets. I went through the heart. You were like Noah. The, <laughs> I did. I, I didn't. I finally, I was like, fuck it. I don't even care anymore now because I have nothing going for me here. Like, I don't care if I get beat up. I don't care if someone tries to take my wallet because there's nothing in it of value whatsoever. I was at that point where you truly just don't care. Have you ever been at that point, Scott? You're like, I don't care what happens to me now. Fuck yeah. it. You're at the bottom. You you are canoodling with like the dregs of society. You are there. And uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't go any lower. So every all the, the facade fucking cracks and it doesn't really matter what happens. It's kind of a beautiful thing. It's a it's a rare it, it is it's a rare joy to be that low that you don't you kind of become fearless you know I've been there yeah I've been there a few times I like that that's good I don't want to bet you would bang my red <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't make a life out of it but yes I agree I do see the uh, uh, enjoyment of it it was quite a day and I'll never forget that I made it home and I survived and. I uh, eventually got that car back running, folks. So in case you're wondering, that's how the rest of the story went. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! That was the Uber customer after I told him that he would have to get another Uber. He was very upset. For the record, I love the phrase, I blew an axle in Philly. Sounds, <laughs> I blew an axle really... in Philly. <laughs> Maybe I'll write a song about that. I blew an axle in Philly. Never wrote Was that I that. blew an axle in Philly to the stylings of, I took a pill in Ibiza. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Well done. Remember that? Remember I didn't know song? if you'd catch that or not. I mean, that was past our prime, so I, I do remember that song. It was a good song. That's well, a local Vici, guy. Yeah, wasn't there an Avicii drop in that? Yeah, Southfield. Uh, there is a Avicii drop in that. What was that guy? Mike, Mike, Mike Smitherman or what the fuck was his name? <laughs> Mike Posner. Mike Posner, Southfield Zone. I took a pill in Ibiza. <laughs> the show of Vici, I was cool. I took a pill in Ibiza. <laughs> the show Pretty catchy. Vici, I was cool. Very catchy. I love this song. Oh, when I was on uh, drugs and depressed. Oh, this song's great. This is, it, this is the... I don't know who the dudes were who remixed it, because it was actually just like a song with him and a guitar, I believe. It wasn't electronic. But this is very uh, ethereal, kind of... Spacey, but yeah, this is very. Fanciful. This makes me want to do X and fuck straight up. Oh yeah, this is definitely the, I'm I mean, the dance floor. I'm pill. the fucking dance floor. Took a pill and a beaver. What else can you say? That's it. <laughs> That's like the definition of fucking on X and dancing. Yeah, dude, I'm a sucker for fortunately. We'll have to have a side conversation about music like this. I'm, uh, I feel like this kind of bullshit, like just. I'm on the hook with crap like this. <laughs> okay, well, then we have something in common. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. Well, it's a very catchy song, I will say that. So this is so funny that we stumbled upon this, because I really thought neither one of you would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? So thank oh, yeah, you, Scott. Yeah. It makes my day. Yeah, I think um, I've definitely listened to that song under the influence of drugs and alcohol before. 
All right, I'm gonna be back in. Um, I'll be back in ten minutes. Okay, yeah. great, Luke. Thank yeah, you for I gotta, checking in. I, I gotta do. So, I gotta do something real quick. I'll be right Another back. Another interruptive back to back yep. weeks. We love you. I know. Hang in there. I'll be right back. Yep. So, uh, right, yeah. so let's break. Let's break I down ID. I muted you. Yeah, go. Okay, you're muted. <laughs> oh, I don't even know why I brought this up. Why did I bring this up? Oh, because I don't even know. I don't, where are we? What happened? I wish we had live viewers right now who could tell me what I was just talking about. <laughs> I brought this song up because of. Yeah, what the fuck were we talking about before this? Oh, this is going to sound really low. funny uh, when you post it and everyone's like, you were talking about this. You were talking. Yeah, about I know. This. Right now, people are like, you dumb fuck. Like, you I yell at idiot. I've yelled at podcasts before. Like, you, what are you saying? I, I've actually yelled out loud. Have you ever listened to a pod or a show and you're someone's saying something that's wrong, like flat out wrong? You know it. Yeah. Or yep. dumb. And you're like, dude, what are you dude, What are you doing? I'll say that verbally out loud. I will. Yeah. Or li- I mean, you know, listen to a lot of live radio when someone gets. God forbid someone who's on the fucking radio like 20 plus hours a week says something incorrect. The first thing, the first <laughs> inclination is to be like, oh, no, nope, that's wrong. I know that's wrong. I know that's wrong. And then when they keep repeating it because they convince themselves that it's true without running the search, you know, I mean, that's got to be really fucking tough. I don't think that. Do you think you could do radio? Do you think you could just I yeah, mean, I, yeah, you probably could. I could. I too much talking. Yep, too much talking. I don't. I, I don't actually have enough interesting things to say in an interesting enough way to be able to. Oh, neither do I. Someone's attention, but you can command people's attention. Like I see, I fucking can't do that. That's a skill. Well, I mean, it beats you know working for Amazon or something. So that's probably another reason why. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened was uh, I was bringing up the Uber driver. I played this drop. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. And then you brought up this song, I feel like. I didn't bring up the song, though. Did I? Unless I did I mention the song? Because I swear you did and it blew my mind. And that's why I played it, too. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe he's bringing this up right now. No, you said something about... uh... Oh, you sang a song, and I thought it was... You said something. You had a little jingle, and I said... Oh, and you got on. I was okay, like, you yeah. said you said something in the style of Mike Posner. That, that's correct. Then we got into it. Okay, but I don't know... Oh, I remember now, because exactly we were talking what, about... What it is you said. Writing a song about... <laughs> I blew a... I blew an axle in Philly. What was the title you gave me? Axle in Philly. (laughs) All right. We did it, everybody. Woo! Blew an axle in Philly. The show of Michi, I was cool. Wow, that is. uh... (laughs) Hey, they said it couldn't be done. That's what happened. See, now we know. Thank you, everybody. Sorry it took us. Blew an axle in Philly. It it just kind of rhymed with it. It was meant to be. Uh, Okay, so. Anyways, the roads around here are hell, and those of you that live around here know that it's trash, and you've heard that before, so it's not something we really need to relive, but, uh, oh, shit. Uh, Oh, my girlfriend wants to know if No, I'm not waiting on anything from you. You're good. Uh, All right. So, in other news... Is she in the trucker protest still, or what's she up to? (laughs) So, the convoy of Americans are now forming. I believe it starts in 48 hours. They're going to go from L.A. to D.C., not DC proper, though, from what I gather. Uh, I don't know why that matters. 
But I do know that it starts and they're going to be doing their thing. They've got the whole route planned out. It's going to be fantastic. It's not called the Freedom Convoy. This one's called the People's Convoy. So there will be a distinction between the two. The People's... All right, I'm just going to Google this uh, real quick. I just want to see. <laughs> I don't so know. We're, we're starting in L.A. and going to D.C. All right. And with the, times. with the intention of just lifting mask mandates, that's the goal number one. Uh, well, I hear now it's all mandates, not just mask mandates. We just don't want okay. any mandates, period. And you will not tell us what to do. You will okay. leave us alone. So that's what I'm getting. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with getting rid of most mandates. I mean, we're already kind of at that point. Yeah. We talked about this uh, last week. Like, you said it wouldn't we're going be to concerts and people. fucking we're going to concerts and, and NFL football games. Like what the fuck? I mean, exactly. So, fuck so yeah, just, just, I don't know. It's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking tiring, but I will say, I was just talking with my girlfriend earlier about this before you jumped on. It's like, uh, people that, and I feel bad for people that have an immunocompromised person in their lives or whatever. I have a bunch of friends that don't want to hang out. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to go to shows. They don't want to do social uh, goings on because they have, yeah, you know, their moms or grandmas or whatever. And I totally respect that. I just, I worry that I know shocking. I worry that uh, by the time like June rolls around or something, I feel like this country is going to be 98% over this shit. Don't you? We're just going to be like, it's, we we've we've given you two years and we've done what we can and we're just moving so if you i mean if you don't want to hang out with your friends like it sucks man because a lot of people that i know have you know they're kind of socially struggling those these are kind of more the people that uh are dealing with this shit and i'm like fuck man i hope to see you like i hope i see a couple of these friends that i haven't seen in a fucking year and a half you guys, talk, you guys talking about you guys talking about the transgender bathroom issue? What's yes, yes, you nailed it perfectly. We uh, by right the way, your thoughts. Scott, solid. we're in deep shit. Scott, we're in deep shit here. It's Michigan State's down thirty-seven twenty-two. Got that hey, one on big time. Sounds, oh boy, sounds like, sounds are you guys? Like uh, a mistake. Like Did you guys both put a? Damn it! Did you guys both put a dollars on this one? I was just yeah, talking but, Scott into something. You know, I, I was feeling good on my bets here, and. I, he was feeling Michigan State, too, for the record. He was already feeling it outside of me, so I will not take Just put it all on Papa's mustache in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Papa's Ar- mustache. Yeah. We're Arkansas's tied up, though. So Arkansas's tied up the 23-all, so at least that one's in the mix. So. Why is why is Sparty such a fucking rotten bastard right now? Yeah, I heard some people talking like, you know, is Tom Izzo the legend that he's purported to be? What do you think? You're a state lover. I mean, no, he hasn't. He hasn't reached that that upper echelon. He needs another title. He's got one fucking championship. Anyone can do that shit. No. Oh. Well, MSU cut the lead to three, and Iowa's gone on a twenty-three to eleven run since. So it was an interesting game for a minute. I blew it. Anyways, you guys don't care about this because this already happened by the time you hear this, and you could care less. Well, Make we sure you get the hogs on the money line. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the. People's Convoy, Luke. It's oh. on its way to Washington, D.C. And oh, nice. mandates will be ended. But what's already happening is parents are pissed, and they've been pissed. And I'm not a parent, so I wasn't as clued into it because I don't give a fuck. But I've learned recently about how parents are super pissed because of all these mandates are affecting them and their children more than their lives in particular. And they're tired of it. And I understand the frustration. And there's really nothing like anger to get people to be motivated to vote. 
And what that's like one of what gets people to vote more than anger? Anger or confusion? It's one of the two, for sure. That's what draws out the most people. And yeah, fear. Mm-hmm. It's like base. Yeah. Oh, sure. Base fucking human like fear, shame, guilt, anger, all the all the highlights, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've we've covered this on the show. There's no doubt about it. And what to flog a horse that if not dead is at this point in mortal danger of expiring. But, you know, I mean, this will cause a Republican free-for-all to happen here when the midterms come oh, around. We're, yeah, we're set up. I mean, Wait, so, okay, so <clears throat> we started with the Canadian trucker controversy. That's what you guys were talking about. And now we're talking <laughs> we about... Now we're, skipping oh, yeah, but now we're talking about a, a full-on caravan coming to the U.S. You were talking about voting, but you're... That matters in the U.S. context, right? Not just in the Canadian context, because yeah, it does well, it does matter too. Over Ladies there. and gentlemen, if you'll please bear with us, we're experiencing technical difficulties. I guess I'm asking, what's your question? There's no question. We're just talking. It's a show. We can say what the fuck we want. No, I know, but uh, what is uh, top of mind to you? What actually matters most? Well, I just said it, but you were busy doing something else. So just be yeah. honest and realize you didn't know what I said, and that's okay. <sighs> we're 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 rolling oh, mandates back. Mandate that that, that is why there's if, gonna if, be a Republican free for all in the midterms yes, because yes. parents Dude, are. Dude, I'm leaning right. I'm actually starting to, it, it, I'm starting to lean right. It's nothing to do with the trucker convoy, though. That's what I was but Scott getting. Scott just at. said he's starting to lean right. Scott, congratulations. I, I want to no, be the no, resident. No. I want to be the resident Republican. Yeah. yeah. Too bad we don't. We really need to have Matt back for that. Don't <laughs> fucking tread on me, bro. No, it's yeah. It, uh, I mean, what stuff, would be man. what? What would be the? I don't know. I guess what would be the terrain? I mean, I mean, what would be the freaking argument? I mean, this trucker convoy thing. I mean, it, we already know that it's it's being run by business owners and not truckers, really. Scott, but speak they, up for but, the truckers right now. You're the right. But there are there show. no there are problems with no the truckers are in. On mass, like in the right, uh, to a degree, like they they've got fucking you know abysmal fucking working conditions, and they're not getting paid for time. They sit around and fucking wait, and this uh, sub- supply chain, uh, you know, set of delays and the uh, the on demand kind of infrastructure that we have means that they get fuck they don't get paid for the fucking hours that they are literally working. So yeah, they should they should be fucking pissed. I don't care if they're right wing or not. They just should be pissed. It's just that the honestly, it's just that the right wing is is much better at like mobilizing that that type of you know that that type of anger and that type of like mm-hmm. discontent. Uh, yeah. Liberals are fucking terrible at it because liberals can only say um, liberals can only do the thing that right wingers do, except liberals will tell you they feel bad about it. That's it. And that's what everybody on the right understands. They understand that liberals are full of shit. They understand that the right is full of shit, but at least the right isn't going to like pretend like they feel bad. There's something about that actually matters. Oh, definitely. If you feel bad, you're you're a fucking spineless. Well, if you just say, I'm sorry, you're homeless. If you were to walk by a homeless guy, give him cash and be like, I'm so sorry, you're homeless. You're just that is the worst thing you could say to somebody in that condition. God. Okay, well, no cash one, money. No one likes Look. you if you give money to the home homeless. Well, no, no one, no one likes you if you tell them you're sorry for them. 
Scott is the official right wing contingent of the Is It Safe podcast. Scott, how do you respond? Oh no, Scott, tell us what's going on on Stormfront. Um, <laughs> what, what's what is the goings on over there? You and I still, you and I still alive and well. Just wait. They're, they're Are swastikas still alive. counterclockwise? Yes. Uh, how does the right feel about the impending invasion or current invasion of Ukraine? Uh, I don't know. Here we go. Matt Matt Damon and Larry David and everyone who told me about crypto are puckered up because I can't help but feel like world affairs affect that bullshit. Like, I'm just looking at my investment, you know, Uh uh, and I think it has something to do with with Putin and this bullshit. Well, Um, well, Ukraine's a big deal. Yeah. Ooh, guys. It's all this noise. Can, or is it because I've built a stronghold around Greenland? I've driven you out of Western Europe, and I've left you teetering on the brink of complete annihilation. I'm not beaten yet. I still have armies in the Ukraine. <laughs> you know what the Ukraine is? It's a sitting duck, a road apple, Newman. The Ukraine is weak. It's feeble. I think it's time to put the herd on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You not say Ukraine weak. Yeah, well, we're playing a game. Ukraine has came to you. How about I take the <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and that is my right wing position on the Ukraine. Um, but very good, very good, very good. Not you, you're good. You're gonna have to shorten that uh, that applause line. Uh, no but way. Not, no but not way, at all. It's, dude, that's oh, a full boy, applause. Here it comes again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a, time, <laughs> um, yeah. Calling it a calling it a game is not inaccurate though. Jeez, well, the next ten minutes will be repetitions of this. We <laughs> can cheer for the uh, epic step for the sound over again. Over again. What do you say? Um, <laughs> the game. It is a fucking game. You're Wait, right. Mike, are you asking about Ukraine? I mean, we're not equal. No, to we're this. not doing I mean, that. I mean, I seriously, that I shit, I listen, to, I listen to. Oh my god, I listen to like a podcast that is like these are like actual international relations experts, and they're like, all right, this is like basically impossible to understand. This is what's happening, and I still am not wrapping my mind around it. Um, all all I can tell from. I don't know the three or four hours of shit that I've listened to in the articles is that uh, basically it's advantageous for the Russian Empire to have uh, to have a lock on that area for you know kind of oil drilling rights and pipelines because they've had to kind of reroute pipelines around Crimea and one or that's one reason that they actually um, annex Crimea, <laughs> Crimea, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, which is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable in this day and age that like anything is being annexed. <laughs> it just to me is the it is fucking bonkers. But yeah, you know, basically oil, oil drilling rights and all that. And you know, but so, what's yeah, what's funny basic, here is like we don't understand a goddamn thing yet. We're still trying to uh, get the war going. Biden, Biden administration is pushing for it. Chop! If they yeah, weren't man, pushing we need, for it, they wouldn't be talking about it this much. We need patriots. We need more patriots to start voting blue, baby. It's that blue blood. We're going to start calling if, oil blue blood. I think that is what it should be called. It's sexy crude oil. Literally that's just Google, ass. like, why does blood. Russia want Ukraine? It basically boils down to just your basic horseshit. It's like 
because 19 because ussr and oil and money and it's never like it's there's nothing ever really that confusing about it is i'm i I don't mean to make light of it but you know it's like okay it's way too fucking confusing for us to understand but it comes down to like penis and oil it's like okay so that's not penis oil it's penis oil that's all it is well there's a huge uh uh, reserve of dildos that they're they're uh hiding now, that's what all the nukes are. Everybody's worried about the nukes, but really, these giant dildos. <laughs> Huge market. Yeah. Well, Scott, I think yeah, we got to jump in on this live state. I mean, state's getting twelve and a half points on the live betting line right now. It's pretty exciting. Ugh. I take those twelve and a half points. That's good news. Uh, just a live update here from the sports desk. Okay. Now back to you. I'll jump in. <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, I wanted to give credit to. All of the emailers, you guys have been putting in really good work over the last two months, and I wanted to thank you. So, thank you very much. Absolutely, it means a lot to us. Have the show engagement; it means something more than just three guys in three boxes talking to each other about nonsense. So, we do appreciate that. We are grateful for that, and wouldn't be the same without you. Just wouldn't be the same without you guys. So, I would actually like to hear. I would actually like to hear if any. Anybody wants to, I mean, like to hear some like uh, hard hitting type questions. I mean, ask ask something that's like super uncomfortable. Like, you know, I, I'm happy to talk about. Oh, and I was I was thinking about this so like for so often, or uh, for so often. I was thinking about this a lot. You know, uh, Danny mentioned this a while back. You know, nothing has really like kind of shaped my like worldview more than. Uh, reading reading Nietzsche to begin with and then also like reading books like The Power Elite by C. Wright Mills. Uh, those types of books really did formulate a big like portion of the way that I see the world and I feel like I never gave an answer to that and so that's one of my answers but I was also a huge uh, film you know just a huge film like obsessive and so some of the greatest uh, films that I've seen, you know, some of the greatest filmmakers that I've I've seen, the people that I love are like um, uh, Werner Herzog. Mike knows this. I've irritated him to no end about talking about uh, Herzog, uh, the Dardan brothers, uh, the French filmmakers, Michael Haneke. Uh, yeah, there's there's Haneke a lot. Rich. There's a lot of out, a lot of them out there, and. You know, hey, listen, Coppola did the conversation, which is his best movie. There's a whole bunch of awesome fucking content. And I think that question kind of got me, it kind of like stuck in my craw. And over the last few weeks, I've been sitting there like actually revisiting a lot of things that stuck in this I haven't, wow. that I haven't seen in a long time, you know? And, and one, I don't know, I watched, I watched Rounders a couple weeks ago and I was like, amazed at how perfect that freaking screenplay is and so yeah that's that's a really good question and give me that kanish drop mike the kanish oh the yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah shit sorry uh i was zoning out on things here my bad guys oh now i'm not there oh this is terrible is it the one that says uh keep grinding it on that leather ass yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no you've got i think you've got the line it's the other one. It's the other one. You guys are gross, man. Sitting with the well, scumbags, telling jokes. 
sitting yeah. with the scumbags telling jokes and that's yeah. when norton's like yeah that's real noble work you're doing there keep grinding out in your leather ass right? <laughs> yes oh my god you grind oh out my that god money Kanish. guys that's right the uh the rat or bat situation yes i didn't want to holy open a, moly i, I thought we would start wound, this yep. no i thought we would start this uh, i don't think this has been said yet ever anywhere there never was a fucking war <laughs> okay <laughs> never was a war never was one a war is when two armies are fighting. <laughs> so you see right there, that would eliminate. Luke said craw, and this is exactly what I thought of. That being mm -hmm. a war. So the word that crawl. A few weeks ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. Stuck in this guy's crawl. Those guys were in hog heaven out there, man. You kidding me? They had a big weapons catalog open. What does G13 do? G12 do, Tommy? <laughs> It says here it destroys everything but the fillings in their teeth. <laughs> Helps us pay for the war effort. Well, shit, pull that one up. <laughs> I couldn't figure out Iraq's weaponry. I think they lost a little money on that deal there. The, what was the fucking point of these weapons? I don't get it. The Scud... Shouldn't one of the prerequisites of a weapon system be the ability to aim it? <laughs> Is it? Am I? Yeah, Bill, you thought water would help a drought, too, didn't you, you fucking idiot? You don't need to aim a weapon. What good would that do? What was the fucking point of the scud? It's got I missiles. looked at it. Classic. I couldn't figure. It's like launching a station wagon at people. <laughs> Some station wagon flying through the air. Some Iraqi and driving it. Allah! <laughs> watch out! Here come one of them Buick Scuds. <laughs> watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Up in the ocean. <laughs> Those things are so hard to steer. <laughs> Allah! <laughs> Everyone got boners over our technology. And it was incredible, really, watching a missile fly down an air vent. Pretty fucking amazing. But couldn't you feasibly use that same technology to shoot food at hungry people? <laughs> <laughs> Fly over Ethiopia. There's a guy That's that needs a banana. <laughs> radical, radical. <laughs> yeah, William. The stealth banana. <laughs> Smart fruit. Smart fruit. That's a good one. Smart fruit is a good one. There is no smart fruit. I think the most amazing thing about the entire deal was uh, <laughs> the dis disparity in, in the casualties. You know what I mean? Iraq, 150,000 casualties. We had 79. You never going to say it? God damn it. Does that mean if we had sent I mean, I'll listen to this whole thing, guys, but I, we, we can't still would have won this I fucking thing or what? You got to go with the wimp president part. One guy in a ticker tape parade. Yeah, I did it. The hey. It's the wimp president thing. I think you're in the wrong section. 
Good work, Tommy. How'd you do it? I pulled up G12. It was well, in the catalog. The title said, like literally, charm. George Bush is a demon. So I thought that was You're happen. welcome. It might not be the right one. Who knows? It's YouTube, man. Title. You pulled it up from YouTube, right? It's not YouTube. This is Spotify. I mean, after so this thing where we killed 150,000 oh, people, this is we it. lost 79, mostly to friendly fire. Do those army commercials even fucking make sense anymore? We're looking for a it's few a, good... It's a Newsweek thing. It's the Newsweek thing. Shit, we got thing. enough good men. Fuck it. <laughs> this is a... We uh, need 80 good men. That's all we need. Well, this was the version... This is like another... I mean, he did this thing Dude, You're so like times, ruining so. the reference. Yeah. It's, what's so bad about that is... <laughs> we all get the reference. It's just very disappointing that the reference really wasn't automatically yeah, realized, there. Uh, oh, here it is. Yep. You figured it out. like anybody in the world... Uh, nothing interests me. And, uh, I listen to Bill for another Jane hour. Jane Fonda right. won't sleep with him. He runs to a typewriter. It's New podcast. 1992, we will all die of AIDS. Here, yeah, read that on the air. I don't get laid. Nobody gets laid. That's Ted Turner. That's Teddy. War, famine, death, AIDS. <laughs> Depression. <laughs> <laughs> The war, Ted, the war was a very stressful time for me. Uh, I was in a very unenviable position of being for the war, but <laughs> against, against the, the troops. troops. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I say I took a position. You know, not, the, not the most popular one I've ever taken. Nothing like having patriots trying to hang you with yellow ribbons. Uh, <laughs> special kind of feeling. Makes you proud to be an American. First of all, and this... But he just skips ahead, so I don't know. Whatever that reversion was. This is the Flying Saucer Tour, Volume 2. So this is his same yeah, bit, God. but it's not, he it's was not the original. For the Flying yeah, Saucer you got to be... Yeah, the, these are these are like all broken out across YouTube, Spotify, and all that. They're not Well, no, it wasn't I, reliable. I mean, the, the Relentless I, Tour is where he said that bit. He had can, that bit. So I'll submit... Most famously. Bill Hicks mm -hmm. would be the, like artist comedian performer whatever that i would see dead like dead that i could go back and see that would probably be number one with a bullet for me like Absolutely. over any over any other band maybe even i would probably want to see like 70 minutes of bill at like some ratty club in detroit in 93. i would be curious <laughs> as to what his what his politics would look like Today. 20 years right. after yeah well like at least the ha -ha or, or, or just after after 9-11 you know or i'd like to see what his politics look like after that you know i know that's the conjecture theater that i always love thinking about because he could have gone i don't know he he could have gone fucking completely just a wall with his with his shit also, i mean he is a could have he, yeah, he's sure. he's alex jones right i mean that's could have could have gone Alex Jones. Yeah, that's that's uh, what's great. I wonder what he would have ended up like. He almost his crew it, down there. In the same vein, I'm I'm curious what what different donut jokes uh, Mitch Hedberg would have come up with. <laughs> now that just, donuts are so different, I'll give you, you know? the money. You they really would have donut, thrown man. everything off. <laughs> we don't need to bring paper and <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I actually did see Hedberg. I don't know if we talked about this on the pod before. I saw Hedberg in Dayton. In really? 2000, yeah, in 2001. Holy shit. That was yeah, right before he fun. died. <laughs> oh my Dude, God. Right. Yeah, I think he died in like 03 or 05, but I saw him 
my fucking friend was going to university of Dayton and did like an interview with him. We got a picture with him after the show. And then he got in his like Buick Skylark and sped out listening Buick to Mon- monster magnet. Remember that band monster magnet? Mm-hmm. You're going into a rehab. Yeah, dude. He was fucking with monster magnet, but uh, yeah, cause he needed to stay awake. Cause he was uh, on heroin. I'm going to try to find this photo of me. Probably. Uh, all right. So, we got two things we got to cover before we go because uh, we didn't hear about the rat or bat, which we need to discuss. Ooh. It was brought up, but we didn't dive oh, into boy. it. Oh, and right. we still need to hear about the hot water show. So why don't you tell us about the hot water show first, Luke? Did you have a good time? Of course. How does it rank all time? I mean, no, nothing ranks better than the first time I saw I saw them both uh, well, no shit. performing I mean, together. On. Well, it, that is a no shit thing, but it was actually a, a huge, you know, kind of watershed type you know live music moment for me because i actually did not realize they had two singers when i saw them for the first time i was what 20 and i was like 2000 or something i learned that yeah too. and you guys you guys knew that but you know, no, when i, I went to the show the first time i saw them. it was flight and a crash so that must have been 2001 it that had to be 2001 yeah and uh the way that show was, the way the show was designed was amazing. You know, like the uh, spotlight pops up on singer number one, I was Chuck, and then all of a sudden, like the spotlight two shows up on singer number two, and that was Chris. And it was the most, um, it was flight and a crash, literally. That's like I think it was literally that song, flight and a crash. Yep. Play Flight in a Crash, man, so people can hear the uh, hear the first vocals and then the second vocals. Anyhow, does, you don't have to play that, but it was amazing. I, I just that changed my changed everything. Yep. Yep. This is it. must have gone the other way around because that's definitely Chris singing first yeah they started the show that way it was awesome it was amazing sweet they just they came out they came out firing it was the uh, best live show I've ever seen in my life um, but yeah I don't know uh, everything they talk about I, I did I did have like a I probably had like multiple rants about stuff that like I don't know why I was I was I had very very intense feelings about but in general like I love the fact that these guys uh, just seem like they they care about like people they love and they actually give a shit about uh, you know people that are suffering and it's basically it's basically it. I mean, like, I'm a fan at that point forever. And I've always been a fan since then. Since then. You guys you guys uh, beat me to it by a couple of years, but uh, they're phenomenal. That was my favorite show ever. Um, so the new show, like, uh, was great. And the, the, uh, the singer that they got to fill in for Chris was, he's fantastic. He does an amazing job. He does an amazing job. 
And it's actually surprising how good he does because uh, the Chris Wallard vocals are out of control. I don't even know how you describe those because I'm not a music guy and I'm not a singer. So I do not understand how difficult that would be, but it sounds like it would be absolutely impossible to sing like that. I feel like it would destroy your vocal cords or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Big time. That has to be just their... Their thing, that's what they do. <laughs> like, I mean, they, I, I don't even. How does Chris Wallet even do that, man? He's what is that? Is it? Is there anything to say about it or no? I mean, you have to just be in that range and yeah, and have that. Have that. Um, I don't know. It, it's really hard to describe. It's really tough to do. But Can anyway. you sing like that? No, I mean that's that would just like take that. such a toll. And, and so why not? You gotta have the the like stomach or something. Like, try to sing like that for five seconds, and it's just like your stomach. It's impossible. Is sore. It has you to be the comfort of his range. Gut. And range, oh. range is range is number one for sure. If I mean, yeah. Well, how do two guys like that find each other? It's it's crazy to me that two guys like this find each other, that both sing in a very similar way, that seem to have a very similar type of range, but I don't know different. Aim high, okay. Willis. I don't know. I don't know anything, but different like uh, octaves. What were we talking about before? Uh, octave range or something? Yes. Like octaves. They they do octaves. have different. They do have differences there, but like they also sound similar. I. It's just something that is so freaking different. I feel like if I tried to sing like that, I would destroy my vocal cords. I would never be able to. Yeah. Speak again. You know what I mean? It would just be over. It would be over. I never Mm -hmm. learned how to read. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I never learned how to sing. Well, you're tone deaf. You're not supposed to. That's me. That's me. I'm tone deaf. I'm not supposed to. Okay. Well, I'm not allowed to sing. uh, Rat or bat? Yeah, so Mm. you left the Mm. entire audience hanging on last week's cliffhanger. Mm. Can't let you off the hook here. Oh, my God. You haven't addressed it technically on the show. The people probably want to hear this from the top. Like, what the fuck, man? I thought we would start it this way. Yeah, we never because did I felt way. like it would be. I felt like it would be a, de- a decent zipper from the last one. You know, it was. Oh man, I, okay, I completely agree. But All right, I'll try not to get long winded here. Okay, so you heard it. Kristen was screaming. What sounded like bat turns out to be fucking rat in a bag. Uh, we got in the house. We got a (laughs) momentarily. We got a um, got an Uber delivery just put on the front porch, and they didn't uh, staple together the uh, bag. Kristen grabbed the bag, pulled it inside, and the bag started moving. Oh God! I just ruined delivery for Mike for literally ever because this is oh, I don't not do delivery. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're already paranoid enough that if you go through that... the fucking drive-through, you're gonna think that he's already paranoid enough that like this, he would never even do this. And, I mean, it's a funny uh, bit, but and really, she and she pulled the bag. She like grabbed the bag and it started shifting, and she was like, "What is going?" And then she fucking just threw it outside. And then a rat, a rat, 
a rat fucking ran out of the bag. So if you get your, uh, if you, oh boy, if you get Uber delivery, uh, Instacart, whatever the fuck anyone's using, do not, do not let it sit out there too long. That shouldn't even um, come with a doorbell ring, automatic. Automatic doorbell. Oh, five, man. Yes. Five knocks exactly. on the door. Yes. Yeah. Welcome! Especially if it's not, if it's not like stapled together. That's the thing. It, the fact that a rat was able to get in there is because it was like, it was an open bag. Not the food, yes. but like the plastic bag was open. So the rat just jumped into the plastic bag and was like, I mean, a rat just gnawing through. Through, yeah. through any of that. But Maybe it was a only fit- a paper bag, a plastic bag. <laughs> it was only 15 minutes. It was only a 15 minute fucking like, timeline. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, Man, I didn't know that's how they're doing this shit. Cause I don't deliver. I don't, I mean, I eat a lot of trash in my life. There's no doubt about it. There's no deliveries here ever because I live in the middle of nowhere and it's impossible to find this place. So in a way it's helped me with that. But yes, man, if I had a delivery and I knew it was coming, usually get notifications and shit, and I'd be pretty hungry. I would assume. Well, so what's, I'd be really what's, motivated uh, to know <laughs> what disappoints me? What disappoints me the most is that I've been feeding these freaking outdoor feral cats for so long. Uh, I expected them to like back, back me up, up around dude. here. Yeah. No. What a well, a rat a rat That's sneaks by every once, a, but a rat is always going to sneak by every once in a while. That's what a rat does. That's how. That's how they survive. That's how a rat is going to be here, and we're going to be gone in like two thousand years. That's it. At two thousand, I don't even. We haven't even talked about climate change. The the rats are going to be here in fifty years, and we're not. Now I give us like it's a, not your fault. I give us like one twenty five, one fifty. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. <laughs> Yeah, it's not our problem. I mean, we're done. Our lives are almost over. Anyway. Well, be we'll sweet. be gone. We'll be gone. But yeah, it's gonna be any, awesome. We're, any, we're dying. anybody we produce is gonna be completely screwed. Which is why. Well, I that's the whole point. Out. Don't produce anything. Exactly right, Scott. Yeah. What, are you, what the fuck are you doing? Opt out, baby. No production here. Save any, yourselves. Yeah. Run for the hills, folks. I am just not. Man, the environment is fucked. Everything's fucked when you start to think about the future. So enjoy today. Live it up. Go do cocaine. Go do heroin. Go fuck somebody. Get wild. Because tomorrow is never guaranteed. This is brought to you by the Is It Safe podcast. Is it safe pod at gmail.com. If you disagree with us, we're always here for you. We're willing to listen to what you have to say. We're also willing, we we're also everything. willing to um we're also willing to have like real opinions and like talk about real fucking things. So Of yeah. course we are. Yeah, who gives a fuck? When Let's have we ever shied it. away from anything? Nothing. We back down. Yeah, I don't feel no like a uh, man or woman. I feel like we do a lot of uh, we do a lot of ping pong and and uh, soft toss. Let's let's fucking soft toss. Let, let's get this shit going, man. Uh, tell tell Danny and and uh, Brian and and hopefully Eric Allen is still listening. Bring it, baby. Let's let's talk about some real shit. Uh, let's shout talk out about some real shit, Eric man. Allen. Hell we're yeah. talking about real shit. We were just talking oh, about Brandstrom. Oh, oh man. Oh, sorry. I don't. I don't know if I'm supposed to say names, but you know, you don't know who it was. Still, that's an assumption, by the way. It wasn't him. Oh no, no, no! Not even the not even the the last uh, comment. I'm just oh. saying, like, I'm just saying, like, anybody that listens that I'm I'm aware of listens, like, um, yeah, let's let's start like fucking let's dialing it up, man. <laughs>
we thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of the show. This has been the Is It Safe Podcast, recorded live in front of the studio audience. It's the Is It Safe Talk Show, not podcast. I apologize. I misspoke. This is the talk show of talk shows, the number one talk show in America as of tonight. Please follow us on and connect with us on Twitter. We do have a Twitter we never use, if you want. Is It Safe Pod on Twitter. No one's going to be there. No one's going to respond. Could start to you. using it. You could. You could log in anytime you want. It's always available. Just, but just don't in the meantime, myself. let's just keep on rocking in the free world. Uh, what are we closing out with today? I'm, uh, I don't know. Keep on rocking in the free world by Neil Young. <laughs> Neil Young. <laughs> not a fan Neil of his right Young. now. Yeah. I don't like. He's taking these stupid stances that are just founded in nothing. Fuck that. I want to. I want someone I can believe in. Neil Young, you lost the faith, bro. Also He's, called. Uh, AIDS victims uh, said they shouldn't be allowed to shop at his store back in the 80s. That's a fact. Google it. Look it up. Neil Young, uh, grocery store, people with AIDS, doesn't want him at his store. So be careful who you call out, Neil Young. But check out 1974's On the Beach. And, well, I would have said Spotify, but check that record down. That one's good. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, wait. Why don't you uh, play Big Rock Candy Mountain? I don't know what that means. Just play Big Rock Candy Mountain. No, it is definitely not. (laughs) Gotcha again. One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning, down the track came a hobo hiking, and he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm headed for a land that's far away beside the crystal fountain. So come with me, we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, there's a land that's fair and bright, where the handouts grow on bushes and you sleep out every night. Where the boxcars all are empty and the sun shines every day. On the birds and the bees and the cigarette trees, the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, all the cops have wooden legs, and the bulldogs all have rubber teeth, and the hens lay soft-boiled eggs. The farmer's trees are full of fruit, and the barns are full of hay. Oh, I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the rain don't fall, the wind don't blow, in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, you never change your socks. And the little streams of alcohol come a-trickling down the rocks. The brakemen have to tip their hats and the railroad bulls are blind. There's a lake of stew and a whiskey too. You can paddle all around them in a big canoe in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, the jails are made of tin. And you can walk right out again as soon as you are in. There ain't no short-handled shovels, no axes, saws, or picks. I'm a-goin' to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the Turk that invented work in the Big Rock Candy Mountains. (laughs) I'll see you.